Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. We are starting step five today, accountable, and tonight is introduction night, so anything goes. I am your co-host, Kelly Fox, here to share this information with you and hopefully support you in expanding your comfort zone and stepping out and taking more risks towards the life that you want to live. I would like to welcome my beautiful co-host, Terry Sarah. How are you doing today, Terry? Hi, I'm glad I made it. <laughs> I'm just getting in the car yes. right now. Yes. As you know, Terry and I are always busy and on the go, but we make this show a priority for you, the listeners, but for also for us. And today, the special thing is, is that Terry is taking me and my three daughters to Disney on Ice. So we are doing a special show at five o'clock today. And we hope that for those who want to listen to the show live, but sometimes nine is a little too late, that you're taking advantage of this opportunity and listening to it now. We love bringing this information to you guys, and we look forward to sharing it with you each week always so yes thank you terry for um rolling with the punches today and um she's going to be doing the show from her car (laughs) so the topic today is accountable and i think that accountable is always one of those words that kind of has like uh can kind of have like one of those kind of feelings to go along with it because it's like getting stuff done, right? And being held accountable. But we will always, with all of these steps, we want you to apply them to yourself first. So are you being accountable to your dreams? Are you being accountable to your needs, your values, your voice? Are you being accountable accountable to who you want to show up as in the world and ultimately who you want to be. Are you being accountable to that person? Um, I know for me, I'm much better at being accountable to other people than I am at being accountable to myself. Um, If I don't keep a commitment that I've made to someone else, I feel awful. But if I don't keep a commitment that I've made to me, it's okay. Most of the time, <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, I'll do it tomorrow or, uh, you know, something to that, um, that effect. But when it's to someone else, oh, by golly, I'm going to do all that I can to get it done. And I think that, um, you know, knowing that about myself, I can use that to my advantage when there's something that I really want to get done. If I have someone else included in that equation, then I'm going to do it because um, that other person is, is going to be affected by whether I do it or not, not just me. And I think, it's, I think it's important that we know those kinds of things about ourselves. 
um, that we know if we need a little bit of extra support or someone holding our hand or keeping us accountable to those personal goals, those personal dreams and aspirations, um, our personal intentions, right? Um, because sometimes it really can get easy to um, not do something when it's, it's only going to affect us or we think it's only going to affect us. You okay? Yep. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> what yeah. do you think, Terry? I think well, I think accountability can be one of those, like you said, one of those words that makes us cringe. Um, I, I kind of think a synonym of accountability is responsibility. And I think it's, it, I think there's a, a kind of an overlap between expectations, expectations and accountability. And if we, so there's sometimes we're accountable out of fear and sometimes we're accountable in freedom. And I think when we see expectations we have of ourselves or expectations others have of us, we might feel that's accountability, uh, that we're meeting others' needs, that we're doing what other people expect us to do, and that's how we're responsible and accountable. So I think there are some, there are some slippery slopes mm-hmm. around expectations and accountability. I see accountability and responsibility uh, for me being true to myself and being honest and having compassion because those are the three foundations of our work is that we have compassion for ourselves and others, that we're honest with ourselves and others, and that we're responsible or accountable to ourselves and to others. So if we're honest and we're living true to our own values and we're in alignment with those values and what we think, do, and say, then we can be accountable to to that as a kind of like a filter to use for accountability and for responsibility. And question, mm-hmm. why, am, why am I doing mm-hmm. this? Am I doing this out of fear that I'm going to be seen as incompetent or triggered as being less than and not enough? Or am I doing this out of freedom because I'm in alignment with my values and I'm making these choices because it's what supports me in order to support others? So I think there's kind of a little bit of a slippery slope there when we think about accountability. Uh, what, mm-hmm. what are we using as the filter, the filter when we talk about being accountable? So what it, how do you make sure that you are staying responsible but not getting second expectations? Well, I think this year, I, I don't know if I shared this with uh, the group or not. I think we might have shared our word for the year. And yeah, I believe so I've been working, yeah, I've been working on this for a couple of years. Uh, and that's getting clear mm-hmm. on what uh, what my values are and what's, what's important to me. And when I think about my intentions, how I want to show up. And mm-hmm. using that... Uh, that align, alignment of my values and my, well, I think about my thoughts, actions, and, and uh, words, are they in alignment? So say my, my, one of my values is to, um, to be kind or to be compassionate and gentle with myself and others. So if I find myself getting disappointed or irritated with myself or others, then I can ask myself, well, is this in alignment? with my goal and my value of kindness and compassion? Well, no, it's an expectation. That's why I'm disappointed. That's why I'm irritated. 
because I expected it to be different than it is. And if I'm living true to my intention of kindness and compassion, it's not going to matter what the outcome is or what someone else does. I'm seeing through the filter or the, the lens of compassion for myself. And like you said, mm-hmm. it's, hard, it's easier to be hard on ourselves than it is on others. So then I can, I can use that filter to say, oh, wait a minute, um, this is an expectation. And my intention and my, I'm being responsible to my intention and to my values. And so how am I going to, how am I going to deal with this situation? You know, am I going to be disappointed or am I going to be kind and loving and willing to surrender to the past, you know? So it's, mm-hmm. it's really been helpful and it's evolved over the last couple of years as I've been thinking about this. And this year when I chose alignment as my, my word for the year, it's just really made a lot of sense and it's allowed me, even when I've been tired physically, I've been able to stop and be aware of that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm depleted. And so if I'm going to have compassion for myself and I could be responsible, then I need to get some sleep and some rest. And so I can make that choice and uh, not be disappointed that I didn't finish something or I didn't do something that someone else wanted me to do or I'm not rising to the occasion of perfection that, you know, because I'm a recovering perfectionist. So mm-hmm. it's really helpful. It's really helpful to filter things through um, through compassion, honesty, and responsibility or accountability, whatever you want to call that, um, and being accountable to ourselves. Yeah, I think that's good that you have, like, other words. Because I think with any kind of, with any one of these steps, right, they might be, there might be a word that kind of trips you up and um, that you don't resonate with. And I think if you can take a word that means basically the same thing and and use that word, that that's really powerful. And I think that sometimes when I think of accountable, I think of commitment. And when I think about what am I committed to, am I committed to myself? Am I committed to, to the things that I want to make happen for me and my family? You know, when I think about it like that, then it's a little easier to, to think, okay, well, yes, I am committed to that. So what do I need to do to make those things happen? And, you know, and am I committed to me being a healthier um, a healthier, better person where I am giving and serving to my family, to my community, to whoever comes to my path and from my overflow. Okay, so if I'm giving from my overflow, right, I'm giving from my full cup, um, then what do I need to do on a daily pa- on a daily basis to make sure that I'm full and being committed to being full and giving from my overflow. And so if that means that at 5.40 when my alarm goes off, I snooze it and sleep for 20 more minutes before I have to get my son up, then I sleep. But if it's I get up and I do, you know, some things for myself before I start doing for others, then I get up and I do some things for others. And, um, I mean, I do some things for myself so that I can um, then do for others. So I think that, you know, when you when I look at it as a commitment, it's a little easier for me to um, to go, okay, so in this moment, my commitment is to take care of me. In this moment, 
what do I, what do, what does my body need more? Does it need a little bit extra sleep or does it need to, or do I need to get up and fill my cup? You know, and then I'm not beating myself up because I'm not doing my commitment to a morning routine every morning, right? Because the commitment is to me, not to the routine. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that really helps. I mean, we've talked a lot about uh, giving from the overflow and serving from the overflow and learning to take care of ourselves and love ourselves in order to be able to love others and that was really my my gigantic, enormous uh, transformation was recognizing and having an awareness and a willingness to, to love myself and to recognize that if I was not loving myself, I was beating myself up and always thinking I was falling short and filtering through the lens of perfection. I really had no overflow. And giving from the overflow is when service is joyful and loving and compassionate and honest. If you have no overflow, um, what you give is not your best self. It's given out of um, a feeling of, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of, uh, necessity or have to, should, you know, I have to do that, I should do that instead of I choose to do that. I'm happy to do that. I can do that because you have that energy, that overflow of of acceptance, that overflow of love, that overflow of willingness to to give and and there's something there to give. So I think accountability is the same way. I mean, we can we can be responsible out of duty and uh, or we can be responsible out of compassion and love. So Again, that's a way of filtering if we're we're being committed or we're being responsible or we're being accountable out of fear or we're doing it out of freedom and overflow. So I think that's that's something to be aware of. You know, as we're each day as we're writing our gratitudes and our acknowledgments, it's it's good for us to be aware of where is that coming from? Uh, What what part of my of me showing up is showing up with accountability or commitment? And why am I showing up? Is it because I have to do it? I should do it? I'm, or is it because I want to do it? And I have an overflow of compassion, honesty, or love that I can do it because I choose to and I want to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like when our if, – if anyone is confused on, on giving from a full cup, I mean, you think of, um, think of your car – and you have to continually fill your car with gas. Now, depending on the size of your tank you and how, how much you're traveling will depend on how often you have to fill it up. So if you are someone who's constantly giving and, and constantly going, you're going to need to be constantly filling your tank. Um, you know, there's going to come a point if you don't take the time to go to the gas station and get that gas, your car is not going to move. It is going to stop. And it is not going to move. And you're going to have to be pushing it somewhere. And, um, you know, that's our bodies are that way, too. If we don't take the time to stop and fill our cups up or fill our tanks up, our bodies are going to stop. And, and you know that can it can show up in getting sick it can show up in getting hurt it can show up in 
in lots of different ways, but our bodies are going to stop. And so if we can, if we can really look and see where in our day that we can get little bits of, of gas and put that in our tank, then we're not going to be in a situation where we're at a half tank. We're not going to be in a situation where we're completely empty and, and still needing to give because we're going to be in a mode of always looking at the things that we're doing as it being, as it being giving to our tank. I think that that was like a big rash, rash, uh, a big aha. That's the word. Um, a big aha that I had was, um, you know, I kind of think as, uh, of things filling my tank as being, you know, bigger things that I do, like going to Disneyland, right? That's a big thing that we do that fills our tank, you know, but there's lots of things that fill my tank, you know, hugging my kids, saying my prayers, um, taking the time to um, read a quote or listen to a podcast, you know, it can be little things that we're doing, calling a friend, smiling at a stranger, you know, all of these things can, if, if we see them as, you know, as this, can be gas going in our tank. And so, you know, as we continually fill our tank, then we're not going to be caught in a situation where we're not, where we're being called upon and we have nothing to give. Yeah, I I think that that's one of the. I was talking with a client today, and we were working on looking at uh, self-affirming behaviors or positive behaviors that help us to move forward and fill our tank and and uh, fill our soul. <laughs> and sometimes it can be just as simple as taking the time to breathe. We can get so yeah. uh, wrapped up in in our lives, and, and especially for me, my, my probably my uh, most destructive, self-destructive behavior is anger, and I have learned and practiced to where I I do not uh, have the same intensity of anger as I used to have. Uh, it's just not nearly as intense. I can still get irritated and angry, but the level of intensity has really diminished. Is that me that's making that noise? I'm sorry, what? There's a noise. Is that me or you? It probably was me. Keep going. Okay. So I think that, uh, you know, we were talking about, and my client said, you know what? If I just stop and take a breath and pause, I can, uh, it's almost like I can feel the calmness coming into my soul. And so I think Mm. we can almost, our cup uh, filling up, you know, that we can feel the things that we can actually have those feelings that will let us know, yes, that is a positive behavior for you to fill your cup and allow you to progress in this situation, in this moment, with uh, out of freedom instead of out of fear. Mm-hmm. Make it a priority, right? Because we know that it is. We do. Yeah. 
but um, and knowing what those things are and then being able to access them in the moment when you're feeling depleted and you know you're depleted because you're feeling disappointed, you're feeling frustrated, you're feeling angry, you're feeling irritated, you have your patience is resentful, and so you know you know you know oh oh you know that's a clue uh, evidence to us that. We've probably depleted our cup of compassion, our cup of mm-hmm. a commitment, our cup of love, our cup of honesty, whatever that, you know, what we're calling upon from our soul to help us to be in alignment with our values. And we can just pause. We can pause and say a prayer. We can pause and take a breath. We can look at the person and see their innocence. We can, you know, there are things that we can do that can allow us to access sweet part of our soul in order to to serve others and to be true to ourselves so yeah I like I like you bringing up the whole idea of, of looking at responsibility and accountability as commitment as well yeah thank you and I think a, a lot of that comes with awareness right like you are aware of what's filling your cup you're aware of what you're committed to and are your actions in alignment with what you're committed to? And are you willing to shift those act- actions if they aren't in alignment with what you're committed to? Um, you know, and I think that, you know, I mean, going to Disneyland um, hasn't always been something that we could do, right? Um, but when it is, we do it, right? So, you know, it's, it's, Maybe it, for you, it's going to the beach or it's, you know, taking a walk or it's, um, you know, um, completing the ring on your, on, on your exercise, you know. I have a friend that, that, you know, he has these rings on his Apple Watch that he has to, you know, close each day. And that's, that's a commitment that he has made to himself. And so if he gets home from work at, at 9 o'clock at night, he'll still he'll go out and he'll go for a walk. Even if, you know, even though it's late and he's tired and he's worked all day, he'll go out and he'll go for a walk to close that ring. You know, so it's like whatever it is that you're committed to, you keeping that commitment is definitely going to fill your cup. So, you know, keeping those commitments to yourself are, are going to fill your cup, are going to put you in a position where you can then serve others, where you can then be um, accountable to others. Because I feel like if you're not truly being accountable to yourself, can you truly be accountable to someone else? You know, because when we talk about these other aspects, right, these other steps that we talk about, we talk about you can't truly give compassion to someone else if you can't give compassion to yourself, you know. And so I think that, you know, I haven't, I don't know if I've ever really thought of accountable in this way because I definitely feel like I could be accountable to others. But am I really being accountable to them? Maybe it's something else. If I can't be accountable to myself, then maybe I'm showing up for them not really being accountable it's something else and so I think that that's a really powerful way to look at it too if you can't keep your commitments to yourself are you really keeping these commitments to other people yeah I think or are you doing uh, it for something Uh uh-huh I was listening to a, a, 
a tape or a, a book that I'm reading in, in the car, and they're talking about building confidence. And, the, and I think mm-hmm. confidence is another way we fill our cup. Uh, that oh, what, yeah. when, you're account- when you're accountable to yourself, that's probably one of the, the most effective ways of building your confidence. And the confidence mm-hmm. in that you are enough and that you're good enough just the way you are and that you're of value. And that's sometimes what, what Rhonda says, that's the greatest fear that we all have is that we're not good enough. And mm-hmm. so building your confidence that you're good enough comes from keeping your commitments or being accountable to yourself. And so that was what this particular author was, was saying, that when we don't keep the commitments to ourselves and we're not accountable to ourselves, then we generally blame other people for our, for our lack of confidence. We look outside of ourselves to uh, make excuses and to blame others. And then we, we're just in a spiral where we're, we're not building confidence at all. We're just really not having uh, powerful relationships. We're not having conversations that are uplifting. And so it's, it's just building evidence that we aren't confident, you know? So mm-hmm. I think it's really important that we, we commit to ourselves, we connect to ourselves as we talked about before, and that we, we really value ourselves enough that we are accountable to our goals and to our dreams and to the things that we want in our lives that, that fill our, fill our cup and, the world would tell us, and I and I call it the dark side of the world, <laughs> would tell us that mm-hmm. that's being selfish. But in reality, it's not being selfish at all. It's self-care. And when we care for ourselves, then we can care for others. You know. So absolutely, we can't li- we can't listen to those voices out in the world that say, "Oh, that's selfish if you love yourself. It's selfish if you." take care of yourself. It's selfish when you, you know, you you don't do something for someone else because you're, you're engaging in self care. And that those voices are the voices of the dark side. As far as I'm concerned, (laughs) I'm going to go to the light. Well, it's fear. And uh, yeah, it's fear. And, um, you know, so I think it's, I'm glad we're going to talk about this for a whole month because I think it's much deeper and, and there's many layers of being accountable to ourselves in order to have that accountability and commitment to others as well. Because if we're always Mm -hmm. disappointing ourselves, we're setting ourselves up for failure and we probably do the same thing to others. Then we blame them and use them. um, You know, we, we judge them and we compare ourselves to them and we justify our behavior based on, on outside forces instead of, having that commitment to ourselves and building that self-confidence that we are a value, that we're enough and that we are, you know, divine daughters of God, you know? And so I think it'll be great to have this discussion with some other coaches this month as well, because I think it's a very deep and profound and propelling concept that can help us in self-love. Absolutely. I'm excited. Yeah, I was a little I was a little sad that we couldn't have Sylvia on the show today. It didn't work with her schedule to come earlier. Um but we're going to try to fit her in uh, soon. But um 
but yeah, I think that it's this is definitely going to be an interesting conversation. And I, I said on the post today earlier that it's like, um, it's perfect that this is the this is the subject this month because it's it's exactly what I need. And and it's just I just find it fascinating that even this our fifth year right of doing these of doing these still it still surprises me when the next step that comes is exactly what I'm needing in my life and um and stuff and I hope that our listeners experience a little of that too um and and just get you know so much out of of hearing these these steps over um over again you know with maybe different points of view or expanding their points of view I know I get so much out of it Well, we are running out of time. Um, so is there any last thought that you would like to share, Terry? I just think that if, if it, everyone that uh, tunes in and listens to this particular conversation tonight, just uh, be aware of the commitments that you make. Um, sometimes it's helpful to just keep a little log and say, I made this commitment to so-and-so, I made this commitment, what, and what commitments did you make to yourself? And how were you able to keep those commitments, and how did you feel when you did, and how did you feel when you didn't? And just kind of make it a little like a research project this month to check in with your making mm-hmm. commitments, being accountable and responsible to yourself and to others, and just kind of see how things are going. I think it's always helpful to concentrate or focus on one aspect of your growth and so let's look at our commitments and our, our level of responsibility to ourselves this month mm-hmm. and really check check that out and see where we are and just build that awareness in order to be more willing to and perhaps we'll find out we really are quite committed to ourselves and, and accountable to ourselves and that'll be great yeah I agree I like the challenge yeah, so, well, thank you, everyone, for coming um, and listening this week. We appreciate you continuing to come back and hear us. Please tell us what um, what you're liking and if there's anything you need from us that we're not given. Um, or if you have a question, you can always contact us on our Facebook page um, or on our website, thrillsgenerations.org. So please give us a holla. We want to um, we want to support you the best way possible. And until next week, everyone, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night.